So, I'm here, uh, just got done recording a second episode of Give Them Health. Um, I had my good friend Shana Hamilton here. She is an excellent personal trainer with five years of experience and over 200 clients. She also owns a company called Burrow Fit Meals, which is a meal prep option um, located out of Murfreesboro, Tennessee. Uh, had a lot of fun talking with her, great conversation. Um, this episode is going to be more concentrated on the actual personal trainer side of things uh, than, than most. Um, doesn't mean that we don't talk about general health stuff, it's just kind of speckled in there. So uh, if you're interested in learning a little bit about you know, our perspectives and on personal training, um, I hope you enjoy it. And if not, then you know, thanks anyway. Here we go. <laughs> Hey, Shana. Hey. <laughs> How's it going? It's going great. Cool. Um, so you, uh, what have you got going on today? I know yesterday you had a pretty, a pretty full day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, today I had a couple of clients that I met with this morning, and I have a couple more in the afternoon, so it's a lighter day today. Cool. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no, I mean, that's, uh, it seems like you stay pretty busy with the meal prep and then the training. Um, and then you're also bartending too, right? Yes. I work at Outback Steakhouse. Um, I'm mostly serving now. The bartending was taking up too much time, so I had to scale back a little bit. But yeah, I'm there a couple days a week still. That's cool. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. and I mean, that's, uh, so I mean, that's my background as well. Um, I think that's, you know, a really cool, um, like, mixture of things being able to you know work in those two totally different environments um but yeah so i just wanted to give you the opportunity to talk a little bit about your background where you came from kind of why you got into the fitness community and um yeah okay um well i guess how i got started in the fitness industry um was when I decided to go back to school because I was interested in physical therapy. And so I went back to school at MTSU for exercise science. And while I was there, I was I was working at Outback Steakhouse and I was just really wanting to get my foot in the door and just do something related to exercise or helping people in that way. And so I went to my local gym that I was a member at and I just asked to speak to the... Um, the head personal trainer, uh, the guy in charge of personal training, and I asked them if they needed any trainers. And I told him I was an exercise science student and I was interested in physical therapy. And he said, sure, we always need, you know, great trainers. We always need, you know, great leaders. And um, so he had me shadow. Uh, He had, because I didn't know a whole lot about um, resistance training and weights and all that. Um, So he had me come in and shadow for several weeks and just learn um, different exercises and how to coach people and what to correct them on and form and all of that. And um, one day I came in and he was like, hey, Shada, this is Deborah. Um, You're actually going to train her today. And so he kind of threw me under the bus, but um, it went really well and I did great. And then that's kind of how I got started with personal training. I just kind of just jumped out there and, um, you know, I was a little nervous about it, but I just, I really wanted to get my foot in the door and I just wanted to get started. So that's kind of how I got into it. And after about probably after about six months of doing the personal training, I was like, okay, 
you know what, I don't want to do the physical therapy because I like this. This is a lot more fast paced. You're working more with people who have, um, you know, goals of weight loss and just living better. And um, yeah, I just decided, okay, personal training is the right fit for me. And um, yeah. So from there, I just, um, I worked for a gym for a little while and um, the gym ended up getting rid of their personal training company and they went independent. And so I had the option then to start my own personal training business, which I did. And so I've been doing that for three years now, working independently. And um, yeah, so that's kind of how I came about becoming a personal trainer. I'm certified and I have a degree from uh, MTSU in exercise science. Cool. Mm-hmm. So you got, um, so you, wait, you got certified and also the degree or? Yes. Oh, yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Cool. I got my certification, um, probably six months before I graduated. So cool. Um, so, I mean, I love the fact that you just kind of jumped in there, mm-hmm. you know, without like really, I mean, I think that the, probably the most daunting thing about like, you know, getting started is you really don't have any, you know, any hands-on experience like you know even as you're studying and you know you feel like you're getting more comfortable with it like I mean especially those of us that are you know kinetic learners um you know it's it's very challenging to even have the confidence to do that so that's cool um so what what uh gym did you start with um I started at Olympus Athletic Club in Murfreesboro Yeah, yeah it's um it's just it's one of the biggest gyms that they have there in Murfreesboro, and I was a member there. And to be honest, when I was a member there, I pretty much all I did was uh, run on the treadmill and <laughs> do cardio. I didn't know a whole lot about anything else, um, but yeah, I sure do now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. After the exercise science degree and um, and getting certified, who'd you get certified through? Uh, ACSM, American College of Sports Medicine. It's okay. one of the top certifications. It's more of a medical-based certification. Cool. Um, but what was great is that the classes at MTSU were kind of geared towards that program. Um, or there's another one called NASM, NASM. Mm-hmm. That's a really popular one as well. Um, cool. Yeah, I'm actually ACE certified. but I've Okay, um, ACE is good too. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah I, I've, that's another good one. Yeah, I mean, I think there's, uh, yeah, there's what, like four, four like top ones or whatever. But yeah, it is important if you're looking at becoming a personal trainer to do your research on which certifications. Um, and when I was first wanting to do personal training, before I even went to my gym, I actually called some other gyms and just said, hey, what kind of certifications do you require your trainers to have? And I called several gyms in Murfreesboro in the area you know, just to find out what kind of certification they needed before I even, you know, it was just kind of a thought at that point, but right. Yeah. yeah, It's really important to do your research on that. Yeah. So, um, so what did they say? Do you remember, uh, they, did they recommend the one that you went with? Um, most of them were said ACSM, ACE or NASM. Those, those three were mainly the top ones. And then some gyms, didn't have a huge preference they just wanted you to be certified and they wanted you to have you know a good knowledge base of what you were doing um and then some also said it depends on kind of your personality and how you are with with your clients too is important cool so speaking of how you are with your clients um what's uh i guess what's something that you've trying to think how to word this correctly (laughs) um whenever you're working with a client what do you notice that 
you know, you really have been able to improve with uh, with your with yourself to kind of give, I guess, you know, what what are ways that you've improved since you started that you that you um, think are important? Um, I would say um, being able to adapt your training style to that client's needs and um, because everyone is different, you know, some people want to lose weight, some want to build muscle, some want both, but some, everyone's starting in a different spot too. So I'll have a client who has never been in the gym before. They're just terrified to be in there. And so learning how to adapt and to adjust my training to meet that person's needs. So for someone who's never been in the gym before, it has to be very, very basic. You know, we just, I, we start with, you know, me showing them how to do proper form on just a body weight squat. Um, showing them how to do bicep curls. I mean, just very simple and just educating them. Whereas if I have a client who's, you know, worked out before, they might already be in okay shape, but they want to get in better shape. Then I can really, you know, t turn it up a little bit. They already know the exercises. It's just pushing them and, um, you know, just making sure they're getting the next step up to their training. Um, so that's been the biggest thing is just learning how to adapt and change my training style for different people. Gotcha. Mm -hmm. That's cool. Yeah. Um, so I know that you had not to change the subject, but um, I know that you had uh, talked about, you know, before we did this, before we decided to do this, that um, you you wanted to talk about consistency. Yes. Um, so what what in particular did you want to talk about as far as that goes? Um, well, I really wanted to talk about consistency because over the last five years as a trainer, I feel like there's one major area, um, there's one major component that keeps people from reaching their fitness goals, and that's consistency. Um, have you ever heard of the, the saying, um, inconsistent consistency is a consistent road to no results? Oh, I got to do have the math Have you ever heard quick. that? <laughs> inconsistent consistency, consistency. Gotcha, yeah. is a consistent road to no results. Gotcha. So what that, that means is, you know, if you're you're someone who one week you work out four times a week and then the next week you work out once, you know, you're not going to get the results that you are wanting because, you know, a lot of people are impatient when it comes to getting their results there. They don't give their workout routine the time that it needs in order to get out, you know, get out the results that they're trying to get. Right. And, um, yeah, I really just wanted to talk about how important consistency is because I feel like it's the biggest area that people struggle with. And there's really three main components. You have to be consistent with resistance training. You have to be consistent with cardiovascular exercise. And then most importantly, you need to be consistent with a good nutrition, um, regimen. Gotcha. Uh, and, uh, so, I mean, it's all, if if you're consistent in one area but you're not in another you're still right you're so still it's gonna kind of weigh down on those other areas that you are consistent in if you're not consistent in all three of them equally that's cool yeah i i think that um for me i was actually just telling a friend this other day that uh you know the biggest thing i think was the game changer in my life uh, whenever like you know um because right now i mean i'm in the best like physical shape that i've been in since I was probably 18 mm -hmm. and uh you know and now I'm 31 so I'm like why is that you know and um and I think it came down to that I never 
I never, I, I, you know, I might have slipped a little bit off my workout regimen, but I never fully just gave up, you right. know. Um, and I think that that is the main thing, you know, just like keeping up with it, even if it's just going to the gym for like, you know, 10 minutes. Yeah. You know, it just it makes such a mental mental difference. Yeah, you know? keeping it in your routine, even if it's even if you can't commit to an hour four times a week, you know, try to get something in. Try to get twenty minutes. You know, as long as you are keeping it in your routine consistently, then you know, you're gonna have success. Yeah. So uh so what's really like um you you wanted to go into uh physical therapy. My, yeah, I said that right. Um, and um, and then you decided no personal training. Yeah. Um, like so, what what really like what gets you excited about doing this? Um, I think it's just um, it's really seeing the difference in someone's attitude towards themselves. Um, is probably the biggest thing is confidence. Um, I love helping people actually see results and, you know, see the inches. But when I hear them say, wow, I used to hate coming to the gym and now I look forward to it. It's it's so rewarding to be able to change someone's mindset like that because it's going to improve their whole life. Yeah. You know, if they can stick to it. Yeah. It's taking on, um, you know, that way they enjoy the process. And, yeah. and once you start enjoying the process, then you're Definitely. good. You know, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, well, cool. Do you have anything that you like to do as just far as like a hobby that, you know, um, I, I mean, I, I really think for me, like mountain biking is, is, mm-hmm. a, is a huge way that like I don't necessarily have to go to the gym to mm-hmm. get a workout. You know, do you have anything like that that you like to do? Or? Yeah, I have a couple. Um, I have always been a runner, you know, so I mean, okay. that's kind of an easy one for me because I've always, you know, I was in track and cross country growing up and I just it's it's not easy for everyone but it is something that i love to do because not only um am i getting exercise but i'm also relieving stress i kind of can clear my head and it kind of brings me back down to um you know just if i'm having a stressful day it kind of brings me back down to a logical you know thinking and um helps me prioritize and organize what i need to do and so, yeah, running is definitely one of those. If I don't have time to go to the gym, I can always put on my running shoes and go out for a quick run. Um, another one that I've really um, fallen in love with is boxing. And oh, cool. yeah, I started that because um, I found this coach that taught one-on-one boxing and I gave him a try and I loved it. Um, and so, yeah, boxing is really cool too. And I, I go to Title now to do boxing workouts, but it's a good way to is relieve stress. Um, yeah, Title Boxing oh, okay. Club. It's a gym in Murfreesboro, and cool. I think they have one in Nashville as well. Okay. Um, but what's cool about those workouts? Um, they're high intensity and they're quick, but you're learning. You're learning techniques on certain punches. You know, so yeah. anytime you're learning something new and exercising, it's going to be a lot more fun and enjoyable. Yeah, multitasking. Yes. Yeah, I'm, I'm so big into multitasking. Like, you know, I can talk myself into doing something if I'm like, well, I get this and that. Yes, <laughs> <You know>? definitely. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, cool. So uh, kind of shifting gears into like, you know, your um, your online presence with your personal training. Right. I noticed that you do a lot of live videos and they're really good. Um, I, so what, what is your, I guess, what, what is the reason that you, sw- that you started doing that in particular? 
Um, the reason is because, so I've had, I have a fitness app. It's uh, branded for, for my um, business and it's a really cool tool. I can give my clients workouts. Um, they can log their meals in there. They we, we can track their progress, but oh, I've cool. always had a really hard time. When it first came out, I had a hard time getting people to do it. And I just didn't, and I just didn't understand why. And really what it came down to is I needed to create a more online presence, you know, with me as a trainer and what I do. And mm. by going online and just giving people, um, you know, bits of information about health and fitness, they get to know me a little bit more. And then I can kind of promote my, my online training because I can help, you know, with that, I can help people anywhere you know, yeah. all over the country, not just here where I live. Um, and so the main idea with that is to be able to help people all over, but also to utilize my time the most as well. You know, I can help gotcha. more people in a smaller amount of time. I can work from home. Um, so that's kind of why I'm shifting more to the online coaching. I totally, I dig it. Um, you know, I think, so it, for those listening that don't, that aren't really familiar with online personal training or online training, um, what would you say is the number one reason to give that a shot? If, if, uh, people are like on the fence, they're, they're thinking they want to make a change in their life. Why is that a good option? Um, I would say it creates more, um, freedom, um, not just with your time, but financial freedom too. Um, it just gives, you can work anywhere. You know, if you got your laptop, you can work anywhere you want. You can travel more, um, you're going to make more because you're, it takes you less time to put together these, these custom workouts for people and send it to them than it does meeting one-on-one, -on -one, you know? Gotcha. Um, but yeah, just more freedom, freedom, financial and, you know, just personal cool. time. And from the, from the customer standpoint, from the, the actual person that's being trained, what's a, you know, what's the, uh, the real draw there for like, you know, the why would it to yeah, yeah doing the online coaching versus one-on-one -on -one. Right. the biggest one is probably because it's more convenient if you are getting online workouts sent to you from a trainer you don't have to I mean you still should schedule it in your schedule when you're going to do your workout but you have more flexibility on your time you know so a trainer may only be at the gym from you know 8 a.m to noon well what if you want to do your workouts in the afternoon so if gotcha. you have an online coach, you can schedule your workouts, you know, when, when it's most convenient for you. Cool. So it's kind of, um, it's for maybe people that have like a busier schedule. Yeah. Like, um, okay. Like busy moms, stay at home moms are great. I have a ton of stay at home moms and, and working moms too. You know, they're super busy, but I have a lot of moms on my online coaching program because of that. Cool. They don't have to go to the gym. They can work out at home or, you know, work out on their own time. Yeah. So like what, um, as far as like what you, what you offer as far as that goes, cause I'm sure there's a lot of different ways you can do online training. Like, you know, um, is it the, the things that make a, a real difference? Is it the support or is it, is it the education or is it just kind of like all of it together? Yeah, all of it together. I would say the way I do it is I do challenges like a 28 day challenge or a 12 week challenge where I get a group and I right now I am just doing them with women um, because I'm just starting my online coaching. But um, I get a group of ladies on the same challenge and I encourage them to encourage each other and motivate each other. And I think it's that 
positive group accountability that they really enjoy the most about it. That's cool. Yeah, I mean, because then you're not you're not only providing support, but you're supply, you know, like supplying a network. Right. Of, yeah, that's super cool. Um, so yeah, I mean, pretty much like uh, you got oh the borough the borough fit mills. Let's uh, let's talk about that for a minute. Okay. Um, so meal prep is obviously a good way to make a change, you know, in your life. Like if you're if you don't really know how to, I guess cook is that is that a lot of the people that are coming to you is that they just they don't know how to cook healthy or is it that or they just don't know where to find the time to cook a bunch of meals for their week but the reason I started the borough fit meals is because my clients were great at coming in and doing their sessions with me and I would give them guidance on nutrition and what they should be eating and time and time again they would come in and say I'm not doing well with my nutrition. I can't, I don't have time to make these meals or I don't know what to put together for these meals. And, um, and so that ended up being a huge factor in, you know, one of their three areas where they weren't being consistent. And so they would say, well, if you cooked meals for us, then it would be, you know, easier. And so I was like, okay, that's fine. I'll start prepping meals. And so that's kind of how I got started with that. I put out a menu and I, I, you know, take custom orders for the week and they come and they pick up their meals. Um, but it's really helped a lot of my clients to stay on track with their nutrition. That's cool. I mean, that's, uh, I think that's such a valuable thing to be able to provide somebody. Um, because it's not only, I mean, you know, like I'm sure, I mean, do you also like teach them how to make it if they wanted to make it themselves as yeah. well? Or? Yeah. Okay. If, yeah. I'll give them the recipes. Well, usually their meal, um, their nutrition plan that I give them will have similar type of meals that I cook and I will give them the recipes and instructions on how to do it themselves. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Let me grab, let me grab another soda real quick. Addicted to these things. Ugh. Um, Cool. So I guess we've kind of been, this is more of a, uh, like all around personal trainer episode, I would say. Yeah. A lot of (laughs) good information for, for other trainers and fitness professionals for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, um, so I guess if, um, if somebody wanted to, I I asked, uh, actually on the last episode, I asked the same question, but I think, uh, you know, I, I'm really interested to hear your answer. Um, if someone is interested in getting into uh, just doing something with health, what what would you recommend? I mean, to to just kind of make that first step. I mean, obviously, dropping the money for the certification is kind of a, you know, that's a, it's it's not something that you just want to do on a whim. So you know, um, what it would it just be getting you know going on YouTube and maybe like watching some videos or going into a gym and I mean like you did and just asking or I I guess it depends on what area of fitness you want to you know put yourself in whether it's like group fitness or the online coaching or training in a gym it really just depends what area you want to go into because there's so many different um, roads you can take but I would say just make the first step you know, if it's you want to do online coaching, then start doing live videos, start offering fitness tips, um, start building an online presence where people want to come to you for information and then put together, you know, a program 
that you want people to try, let people try it for free. You know, just make that first step, um, yeah. whether it's going to a gym and saying, hey, I'm interested in being a personal trainer. What what would I need to do to be a personal trainer at this gym? You know, get that information that you need and then go to work. That's cool. Yeah. I mean, um, and that, that kind of brings me to, you know, my, uh, you know, my little marking advice here is um, I think that a lot of people wait until, you know, they launch their business right. or whatever to like start making content, but you don't have to do that. No. I mean, you can, you can start recording videos, you can start recording audio, um, you can start making graphics. And so you just have them piled up for when you actually, you know, get certified. And, right. um, you know, that's, uh, that, that's one thing I always urge people. I mean, not even in the just related to health you know if any any business you know it's you're gonna run out of content (laughs) so having it stockpiled is gonna be good um but yeah so i mean obviously you know a good deal about uh nutrition and um fitness um what what do you recommend as far as um if someone came to you right now and just was like hey I don't feel good. Mm-hmm. I want to lose some weight. What are some things I can do differently in my diet? Okay. In your diet. So the first thing I would tell them is to eliminate um, sodas, sugar, um, just eliminating all the things in your diet that you don't need that aren't contributing anything, you know, good to your diet. Uh, yeah, I would start with that. Sodas and sugar eliminate first fried, fried foods probably. Um, is the first advice I would give them. Um, And then the second advice I would give them is to prep, plan and prep. Um, Or go through borough fit mills. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) But, I mean, you can't, and I mean, this is anybody, if you're wanting to lose weight or build muscle and um, you know what you have to eat, if you don't actually plan it and prep ahead, you're, it's going to be so much more difficult to stick to a nutrition regimen. So, yeah, planning and, you know, making that time to just prep those meals is super important. Cool. Would you recommend um, – I've just recently gotten into uh, a cordyceps mushroom supplements and, um, uh, you know, alpha brain, just nootropics like that. Um and um, is there anything you would recommend as far as like supplements go when it comes to, you know, weight loss? Obviously, you know, um, giving, you know, specific advice is, you know, it's problematic because sometimes they, they aren't studied very well. So. Right. But um, um, I will be the first to admit I am not the most knowledgeable on all the different types of supplements that are out there. Um, but what I would recommend is having a good protein powder you know, to supplement snacks and make sure you're getting enough protein. Um, because if you have a higher protein diet, you, it's going to help you lose weight and build muscle both. Um, so having protein powder is important or, you know, a protein shake supplement, something like that. And then as far as like any other type of supplement, the biggest one I always recommend is a probiotic. Okay. Okay. And so that might not be one that you hear too often. No, Um, that's that's interesting. I was was hoping for something like that. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) So the reason is a probiotic is filled with good strains of bacteria. And the, a big problem with, especially in America is we are putting all this sugar and processed foods, all this stuff in our bodies that aren't good. And what it does is it creates a buildup of bad bacteria in our digestive system. 
and that bad bacteria grows when it is given sugar. Okay, gotcha. yeah, so, so you it you so you'll crave sugar. You're feeding it sugar. It's getting worse. Um, having an overgrowth of that bad bacteria slows down your metabolism. Um, it affects your sleep. It affects allergies. Um, there's a lot of different things that it affects. And so by taking a good probiotic supplement, you are putting in the good bacteria. And the good bacteria will start to grow like it's supposed to. And you won't crave sugar. You won't crave all those bad carbs. Um, you'll sleep better. You know, all those good things will happen. So I really, really recommend a probiotic. Gotcha. Um, yeah, and actually uh, I've heard that um, that your gut health can be linked to depression as well and ADHD. A lot. Yeah, there's a lot of um, things. Yeah. So it's that's amazing that all that, uh, you know, is kind of being uncovered now mm -hmm. you know um and uh you know i uh, i'm a kombucha enthusiast I, I used to not not like it at all like i used to hate the smell the taste but um something switched over and so i mean is that would you say that's a pretty good probiotic or is, are you do you mean do you mean like more supplements like pills and um i'm not super familiar with with like kombucha. what's all in it um I would have to look at the ingredients and just see, but I was, I mean, if that has probiotic in it, that's good. Mm -hmm. You know, um, I was thinking more of just a, a supplement, like you would get from the vitamin store, just a natural probiotic supplement, um, that you just take before bed. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Um, I think that that, I mean, that makes sense to me, you know, like if you're trying to, if you're trying to, um, I guess make a change and like lose some weight, feel better. It makes sense to start at like the root, yeah. you know, that, that everything else can kind of build off of that because I mean, you can change your diet in any sort of way, but if your gut health is still bad, I mean, you're probably still going to feel bad, right. you know? Yeah. Um, so that makes total sense. Uh, what's, uh, what's, hmm. <laughs> I had something. Um, uh, you said you've had about 200 uh, clients so far? Probably over the last five years. One-on-one um, -on -one clients, probably over 200, somewhere in there. Um, the If, you know, talking to just, um, if you're wanting to be a personal trainer, you kind of have to expect that when it comes to one-on-one -on -one training, you're... I mean, you want to have longevity with your clients. You want to keep them for a long time, but that's, you're always going to be building clients. You're always going to be, um, s you know, selling, I guess, you know, yeah. you're going to be selling yourself and you're always going to be growing, getting more clients, losing clients. Um, so yeah, I would say over the last five years, I've probably had, you know, helped over 200, you cool. know. So like, are those all, um, what percentage I'm really interested in this actually what percentage would you say are like repeat customers where they come in and they do it long term and what percent is like you know they do it for i don't know a couple weeks and then decide it's not for them or um or maybe they got the result they got the knowledge they wanted so they don't you know keep coming back like what a what's that ratio like so I will tell you what I think my ratio is for that, but that is going to be dependent on the trainer. And that's going to be dependent on what kind of connection you build with your clients. 
Um, and that has to be done early on when you're building rapport and you're getting to know your client and their needs and building that trust with them. Um, so that's cool. super, super important in creating a long-term client. I would say the percentage of new clients that I get that just train for a few weeks and realize it's not for them is very, very low. I mean, just very low because I do a really, really good job when I meet my clients of trying to understand what exactly it is they need. If they are needing the accountability or if they need the guidance or if, you know, um, I do a really good job with that. So I would say I probably have probably 60 to 75% of my clients I've had for two years or plus, you know, they stay, they stay at least two years wow. with me. So maybe, maybe, maybe 60% have stayed two years. Um, but the rest, like the other, um, 40%, they'll train with me for maybe six months and then they'll move away or they'll go to another gym or, or you know, or something like that. Um, yeah. but yeah, a lot of my clients do stay for a while, you know, before they go off on their own. Right on. Yeah, no, that's actually way higher than I thought it was going to be because I figure, you know, um, I figure most people, whenever they want to start a new routine, you know, they might get discouraged. Um, and I guess that's where your skills come in. And, um, you know, you kind of just get them, get them back on track, you know, put them back on the horse. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You just have to be able to read them and understand, you know, if they're feeling discouraged, you have to be able to understand why and try to basically show them that you're there. That's why you're there, you know, to help keep them accountable. Right. Cool. Yeah. Um, what are some ways that, what are some ways you do that? I'm not, I'm putting you on the spot right now. <laughs> um, let's see. Ways that when they're getting like not motive, like when they're they, losing they focus. They have been, they have been bucked off the horse super hard and you're trying to get them back on there. <laughs> so if they have really fallen off, it's, it's tough. Um, but what I do is I, um, I'll send them messages or I'll call them. And so if they haven't been into the gym for a few weeks and let's say they don't have any more sessions with me and they just haven't been in, um, that's kind of a situation where I call them, I'll message them and say, Hey, you know, you made all this progress. Let's try and stick to it. Um, you know, I'll do the best I can to get them in. But the main thing is getting them in again. So once you get them in again, you really got to step it up and give them a really good session and make sure you're hitting those pain points. So the reason they stopped is because they're discouraged and they are either unhappy with their results or they're unhappy with how they're feeling. And so you really got to sit down and have a talk with them. Right, right. Uh, you know, about those. Yeah. And that's, uh, you know, that's where the, the communication comes in mm -hmm. uh, super, super strong. I mean, because... Uh, that's, I, I would say probably, I mean, most of the people that I talk to about fitness, they tell me it's just, you know, like they started going for a little while and they stopped, you know, so there's gotta be some just like, you know, major, major reasons for that. You yeah. Know? And the other thing is too, is, um, if you've had a client for a while, like let's say you've been training someone for six months consistently, it can get really, really easy to start slacking off as a trainer. Does that make sense? Yeah. And so you really have to keep yourself accountable as a trainer to make sure every session you are pushing them and you are showing them why 
they're working with you. Um, and I have made this mistake before because I've had clients who, you know, just come in, they're on a regular routine two, three times a week, and it's, it's you get to know them and you're kind of chit-chatty and your their workouts aren't where they should be because you've kind of, you know, lost some of the effort that you were giving into their workouts. So you kind of have to reevaluate and say, okay, if I want to keep this client, I really need to get back to less chit chat and more focus on their workout. Cool. Yeah. I mean, um, that's, uh, that's really interesting. So, um, do you ever, I know one, one common way to kind of motivate people is to set rewards. Um, do you ever do that as far as like, you know, if someone is, um, you know, looking to hit a goal and, uh, you know, whether I, you know, I'm not sure the most effective way to do that, but do you ever like offer like a reward system or I'm trying to think, um, yeah, I definitely do. Um, usually it's like if it's during a workout first, so there's a lot of different ways you can offer incentives for them to work hard. And so I like to do it a lot during the workout, but it's more so if you, you know, move these heavy bags, you know, within three minutes, then you don't have to do 20 burpees, you know, something uh, like that. I kind of do like okay. a backwards incentive during the workouts. Um, but for long-term goals, for one-on-one -on -one clients, um, I I guess I haven't really done any kind of incentives, but my online coaching program, I do. Um, I do a system where I have them vote for um, a person in the group that motivated and inspired them the most, and then that person I send a prize to, and then I also do kind of like a drawing, and I do a $50 prize at the end of the challenge. So just little things like that. But in order to be entered into the drawing, you have to complete the challenge. Gotcha. You know, you have to go all the way through. That's, uh, yeah, that's cool. Um, yeah, so what, uh, what are some things that you're, or I guess, um, that's right, I had this I wanted to ask. Um, what are some good resources that you found for, like, the – I mean, really anything to do with personal training or, or just fitness in general? Like, is there, you know, like maybe YouTube videos or another podcast or? Um, I use, I go to bodybuilding.com a lot for different, um, for information, I guess, on certain topics. Uh, as far as exercises, um, I'm, I follow a lot of fitness professionals on Instagram. So a lot of other trainers, celebrity trainers. Um, I just cool. follow a ton of fitness trainers on Instagram. And so I get a lot of new ideas for exercises and workouts and, you know, ways to make their workouts more fun. Um, but, yeah, just definitely being a part of the fitness community and just following and learning from other fitness professionals is really, really beneficial. Cool. Yeah, I've I've just kind of gotten to the whole Instagram thing myself. I've been resistant for a long time, but uh, it it seems to be a cool way to just kind of like you know uh, with the different hashtags like you know Ace Fitness um, is a popular one. Um, you know, I guess just regular you know regular fitness like you know weight training whatever like you know whatever you you type in you can see how big the, the health community yeah, really is. Yeah, you see everything just, related to that. Yeah. So, I mean, it's just, it's wild to see, like, you know, just everybody contributing, you know, doing similar things. So, 
yeah, I, that is a really cool way to, you know, at least feel support. Like, you know, right. if, you're, if you're going into it, not really knowing a lot about it. I mean, you know, you type in, uh, you know, hashtag weight training and you got thousands literally of people on there right. <laughs> that are doing that. That's cool. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I really like the, the science, you know, the science-y kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, that there's a guy, uh, Ben Greenfield. Have you ever heard of him? No. He, um, he basically, he puts, he's kind of like a, a martyr in a way for the health community because like he just puts himself through any of these challenges that are mm. out there. Okay. Um, like last month he was eating tapeworms. Oh, um, wow. Yeah. Like, uh, you know, he, he does stem cell injections all the time and, um, but he's, uh, I mean, super smart dude. It's not really like, uh, you know, like a jackass situation where they're just doing stuff to hurt themselves. Right. He's wanting to learn. Right. The science behind. Yeah. I, I really like his stuff and that's, I think Ben Greenfield, fitness.com i'll make sure okay. to put the link in here but that's a that's a really cool one um yeah i mean really just anything anything uh, i've i've been you know like staying on the model health show just to kind of uh have you ever listened to that no i haven't i think you'd probably like that one um because really? yeah it's uh it it's it, i mean it's and i say that because if you're not really into podcasts sometimes you can feel you know like a little bit um you know, you can get bored with him a little easy, but he, he has really good guests on and, um, you know, he's, okay. a. will have to check it out. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, so, you know, I just wanted to, uh, I want to, uh, thank you for doing this. Thank um, you. I know, I know that you're super busy and, um, we, uh, we're, uh, I'm about to leave out of town. So we had to fit this in at like <laughs> the last minute, <laughs> but we did it. And, um, yeah, I'm just very appreciative that, you know, of you and what you do. Thank you. Um, You're welcome. And, uh, yeah, is there anything you'd like to add here at the end? or? Um, not anything that I can really, um, really think of off the top of my head. You know, just with what we talked about, um, you know, when I was, was talking about consistency, you know, whether you are um, someone trying to reach fitness goals or if you are – you know, someone wanting to be a fitness trainer or get into that industry goes hand in hand with consistency, you know. So whatever your goal is, just, you know, make a decision and just start, you know, and then stay consistent with, you know, with your direction, with your goal. 100% agree. Mm -hmm. um, so I guess we can call it there. Thank you again. Okay. Um, and, uh, so next week, um, I have my buddy, uh, Matt Taylor coming on. He's a comedian. He, um, he, uh, plans open mics in Nashville and, uh, in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. Um, so we'll talk a little about, bit about, you know, cause I have a passion for comedy as well. We'll talk a little bit about how that all ties together and, you know, just pushing yourself out there and, you know, doing stuff you're scared of. But, uh, yeah, thank you all for listening.